It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available, and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Let's roll, baby. It is a Sunday special edition of the Ringer Gambling Show. JJ Chachi Skrimski. Getting you ready for the final leg of the Elite Eight. We have two teams in the Final Four. The Owls of FAU, dramatic win, down to the wire win against Kansas State. And then UConn laying the lumber and just absolutely wiping the floor with Gonzaga, a game that was never close. Timmy was an absolute non-factor. So I figured we welcome back a guy who's a big part of my show on New York, New York, who did the tournament preview with Mike Carver, and of course, yours truly, Art the Caesar from Superbook, Westgate. The odds are moving as we speak. Art Dice, what's happening, baby? How you doing? JJ, always good to be here. Always good to break down these tournament games with you. And we're getting to the bitter end here, but listen, still a lot of fun left. No doubt about it. And a wide open, insane NCAA tournament. First year, we've had these one seeds, all four of them, out before you hit the Elite Eight. And as far as the Saturday card for the Elite Eight, I guess probably a mixed bag for you guys. I'm betting everybody bet UConn. I know I did. I didn't think there was any way they were losing the game. And then I was on the Owls FAU, and I saw there was major liability when it comes to Kansas State. So as a whole here, would you say it was a mixed day for the book as far as the Elite Eight is concerned? It certainly was, and you hit it. FAU was good for us, and UConn was not good for us. Um, you know, it, it was a tale of two games, and we kind of figured that the way UConn has been steaming, steamrolling people, it was going to be that way. FAU was interesting. I, you know, I thought there would be people who would have probably, if the spread was a little bit higher, 
taken more of a shot with FAU, but basically because that was a one, one and a half, two point spread, people felt really good about laying it with Kansas State and basically having a lot of Kansas State and UConn money line parlays. You saw a lot of that. So FAU, really nice. Okay. FAU. I invested maybe in a future ticket because my thought process was, Art, I liked them in the game against Kansas State. I didn't think I'd be able to get 16-1 to 1 come Saturday. They're going to be underdogs against whoever they play. We know that. Whether it's uh, Creighton, San Diego State, they're going to be an underdog in that game. But I don't think you're going to get a better value than 16-1 to 1 with the Owls. Did I make a worthwhile wager here? You certainly did. Right now at the Superbook, we're plus 650. There you go. So, That's what you call making a move and trying yes. to re- get a sense for the market, Art. I love it, baby. I love it. it is, there's no doubt. And I, JJ, I think you're right, right? No matter who wins, Creighton or San Diego State, I think they're favored, but I think it's kind of like the Kansas State game. I think it's a slight favorite. I don't think it's anything out of control. You're talking about a five and a six seed. They were basically just a one, one and a half, two point dog to a three seed. Now, I understand not a lot of people love that Kansas State team. And if you looked at their odds to win that region, they were kind of low on that. Even like a team like Creighton had better odds. But San Diego State has played great, but they weren't blowing anybody away. So I think that's basically another pick em game. So for you to get 16 to 1, good job. I feel good about it. Um, UConn looks like a wagon. They've been the most dominant team in this tournament. They've smoked everybody. Outside of the first half they played against Iona and Patino, let's be real, it's just been thorough domination by the Huskies. Or what do you think they will be to win the national championship after these two Elite Eight games? What do we think that number is going to be, give or take? Well, let's look at it. what what it is right now. Plus 125. Wow, now. Yeah, right now. Plus 125, and we don't know who their opponent is. And obviously, they're going to get a good opponent, whether it's Texas or Miami. So they're going to get a good opponent there. And then, obviously, whoever they play in the final, whether it's FAU, Creighton, or San Diego State, they're going to be a nice favorite in that game. So by the time we get to Sunday's over and we have our Final Four, UConn could be pick them. They could be minus 110. I mean, you could be getting to that point where UConn is even money, minus 110. They're just over you know, plus money, plus 125. So, yeah, UConn is going to be a really, really heavy favorite here. And just look at the team right behind them, Texas. The next closest team is Texas at 4-1. to one. So it's really UConn's to lose here. All right, let's start with Texas because we got two games on Sunday. This is the late game, 5 o'clock Eastern on CBS. Texas, who looked dominant against Xavier, that game was never in doubt on Friday night. Against the Miami team, Art, that we've talked about a lot the last two years. They are experienced. They are well-coached. They have outstanding guards. They were on fire against the Houston Cougars. Houston, you know, when Houston got back to within one, I thought they were going to find a way to win the game. And then Miami comes storming back and they have an answer. This is a tough team to go against here. I know the metrics don't like them. Texas installed as a five-point favorite. I would expect that the public is going to be in on the Longhorns. They're five on Kempom. The line is four out in the desert and at FanDuel. Where do we stand on Miami and Texas? Because I don't like this game nearly as much as I like the other game, so I'm going to let you uh, take the lead on this one. It's interesting, yes. We are a big fan of the Miami Hurricanes on this podcast. Um, Man, Texas is really good. Now, 
them missing what's his name Dylan DeSue or however you say his last name that's that hurts I mean that that's a guy who is really good for them but Texas played their best game of the tournament against Xavier we opened them four and a half we're now four so we did take some Miami money we're actually taking more Miami money on the money line you know, plus 160, plus 165. Interesting. So people who want to bet Miami, they're not even taking the points. They just want them on the yeah. money line. Interesting. They're saying, let, yeah, and you know, you get to this point, JJ, in this type of tournament where basically the games are going to be between one and four in that range. So a lot of people are very happy to take the money line. Total's really been no move. 149 went to 149 and a half. And Miami's been great as an underdog. All the numbers show that they're that way. I'm with you. I think Texas is going to win the game. It is really hard to go against Miami, but I understand taking the points out of it and saying, if I'm going to take Miami, I'll take a shot with the plus 160. Or you could go this way. Miami is the lowest on the board for us. 13-1 to to win the championship. Now, I don't know if you want to play the rollover game or all that because they'll be a nice underdog against UConn, but man, Miami to win you know three more games, 13-1. to well, Art, considering that I have one of the freebies from FanDuel on Miami at 65 to 1, uh, hmm. I am not going to get involved with that. Now, full disclosure, I do not think Miami is going to win a national championship, but uh, a number like that, I'm going to let it ride. And this might be my future talking here, Dice. Texas it looked unbelievable against Xavier. I don't like Ben against this Miami team. This game, I don't have a great feel for. I think Miami's live in the game. And I think Miami, at the very least, will keep this game within the number. They're in every game. They're well coached. They can shoot the basketball. Now, that's not my strong lean of these two. Creighton San Diego State is my strong lean. And this definitely, dude, might be my future talking. And I know how good San Diego State looked against Alabama and how tough they were and how resilient they were. And when Alabama, very similar to Houston and Miami, Alabama in the second half goes up by six or seven. I'm like, all right, they're going to win this game going away. My San Diego State plus seven is dead. And then San Diego State comes storming back and they end up not only covering the game, they win and they win convincingly. I just think Creighton is the better team. And, and I think they know how to execute. They're five better than San Diego State's five. I worry about if Creighton gets into foul trouble in this game, though, because they are not a deep team. Ken Palm has it at one. The line has skyrocketed, though, Art. It's not one. It's two and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if you wake up on Sunday morning and this line is at three. Now, I have Creighton. I picked them to go to the Final Four. I am at 40 to one. I think they're winning this game. I know it's a revenge spot for San Diego State. I know you guys are going to need San Diego State, but I'm going the other way here, dude. I like Creighton tomorrow. There's no doubt about it. We're going to need SDSU. We opened one and a half for now, two and a half. It's been nothing but Creighton money. Obviously, the line has moved, but this is one of those games, too, when it's a basically a bucket game. People are going to lay the money line. It's going to be a very popular... Listen, this is... People just do the favorites. So There's going to be a lot of Texas and Creighton money lines tomorrow. It's just the way oh, it's going to be. I expect that to be a popular yeah. parlay tomorrow. That's an excellent point, yeah. Art. Excellent it's gonna point. Be, it's going to be very popular. It's already been popular. We've seen it. Interesting thing to me here is the total, 132.5. It's now 134.5. So we've seen the over money come in. I think that's the Creighton thing. Obviously, San Diego State likes to slug it out. I'm with you. When we did our little preview, I remember talking about this bracket. And if there was a team who could make a move that wasn't a top four or five seed, it was Creighton. Creighton positioned as a six seed. Obviously, they kind of had a weird middle of the year, but they've come on late. I'm with you. I think Creighton gets it done. 
I think you see Creighton in the Final Four. And, you know, if I'm going to bet the game, I don't lay the points. I just take a money line, minus 120, 125, 130, whatever you can get. That's the way to bet the game. Don't get cute. Take the team they expect to win, not playing with two or two and a half. And don't be surprised that game comes down to the wire and it's a one-point game. I mean, uh, stranger things have happened. Um, What do we think line will be? Texas or Miami against UConn? UConn, I think, if they're playing Texas, I think it's every bit of three, three and a half. And if they're playing Miami, I think it's in the five, six range. Is that fair? I think so. I think when you look at the Gonzaga team and just look at that spread, it was two, we closed three. Now, there was a lot of respect and love for Gonzaga. And Which I, I get didn't that. understand, by the way, Art. I did not I, understand yeah, that, dude. I, I mean, they played their best basketball at the end of the season, but here's what I'm going to say. Miami and Texas, I think, are better than those teams. I just think they are, especially Texas. So I'm with you. I think the Texas number is right in where the Gonzaga number was. Maybe opens two, two and a half. Probably gets the three because of the way UConn looks. Yeah, the Miami number is probably kind of in the range of the Texas number, but then goes up. So you probably see a four and a half gets to five, five and a half. I don't think it ever gets to six. It feels like too much, especially how good is Miami is as a dog. But those are probably the numbers you're looking at. Hasn't it been interesting? The first two rounds of the tournament are nothing but unders. Fair to say, we've seen a little bit of a market correction. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And when we were looking at those second round games, we came in with low totals. I mean, we would put totals four or five points lower than they should have been, let people kind of just figure out what they want to do because we were kind of playing both sides on it. We knew... People would take overs, but then we wanted to see kind of what our sharp players were going to do. So it's kind of been a back and forth with that. And, you know, a lot of these teams, too, when they get to these new sites, there's all these numbers on these arenas in these new sites. So a lot of people bet those, too, like, oh, the overs hit at that site or they go under at that site. So that's something that we always have to watch for as well. Final one. And at this stage in the game, it's really tough to find value in the lead eight when it comes to a future. But if there is one that kind of catches your eye, as we are now down to six teams remaining, what would that future be, Art? Well, you know, like I said, when I went over the six teams that we have remaining, we have an odds on. I, I mean, to say Miami at 13-1, they are the lowest on the board, and they're going to have to beat two really good teams in Texas and UConn and then win a championship game. But, like, I look at San Diego State at plus 950, don't like it. Even Creighton probably has some value at six to one. I don't hate it, but I don't know. I, I just think Miami is the play, even though they could lose tomorrow. But I would say either Miami at 13 to one or Creighton at six to one probably presents the most value left. But you and I know, JJ, at this point, you've missed the boat. Teams oh, like you Miami. Missed the boat. Was, and isn't yeah. that a lesson art yeah. for everybody out there? If you it is. bet the NCAA tournament, it really behooves you to have about four or five futures in your portfolio you can have some fun with because you're not going to get the best number at this stage in the game. No shot. No. No, you're not. And now you got to play the rollover game. That's probably a better way to go anyway, especially with all these underdog teams because if they all meet UConn in the final, UConn's going to be a big... So, like, you could probably play the rollover game and get better numbers, but I'm with you. you got to have teams like this. You know, Creighton was 30, 40 to 1, basically, before the tournament. And, the, you know, you just have to find the value there. Now taking it here, well, oh, they only got to win a couple games. Now nah, you've missed the best number. Arthur Caesar, I will see you in a week at the stadium swim. And I know we will be rooting heavily against 
my guy, Dan Hurley and the UConn Huskies. Because listen, I'll be the Syracuse guy and me talking. I hope there's another future or two that's pending. Right now, we got one in Florida Atlantic. I want Creighton to deliver and take us into, uh, you know, get me at least Creighton of Miami going to the stadium swim on Saturday. Is that That's a fair deal, right? Well, you and I both know, JJ, I'm going to be rooting because I got UConn as a future. So, oh, UConn. So heads up there. You got we, your we, UConn future, which we, I'm sure. We, which, we, what did you get that at? Like 20 to 1? Uh, preseason, JJ, 88 to 1. Wow. That's <laughs> one hell of a future, aren't dice. That preseason, is one I, hell of a ticket. I bet it in November at Circa. I'm very happy about it. Now, because you brought this to my attention, will you start thinking about hedge possibilities with a number at 80 something to one? A hundred percent. Now that I am in the fun. Now I thought about it tonight. Let me take Gonzaga on the money line. But I said, you know what? I think they're going to win the game. Let me get to the final four. Now we're talking, that's a hundred dollar ticket. That's almost a $9,000 ticket. That's a nice ticket, so, baby. That's a nice so, ticket. So when I look at the final four game, whether it's Texas or Miami, if I'm getting, let's just say it's Texas, and I'm getting Texas plus 150 on the money line, plus 140 in that range. It really, it really is my benefit to start taking that and probably put like two grand on Texas money line. And then even if I get to the final and have to do it again, I can still figure out a way to get myself four or five grand out of this ticket. So that's what I'm going to have to do. There's no doubt about it. And that's a winner right there. Um, best bet real quick. If you have one for Sunday. I'm with you. It's the Blue Jays. We're going to lay it with Creighton. I think I'm with you. I feel good about Texas winning the game, but you're right. You can't go against Miami, how great they've been, and either team could win that game. And this is no shot at San Diego State. I think if Creighton plays their best game, they win the game. And like I said, take the points out of it. Just get your money line at minus 130 in that range. I think Creighton makes the Final Four. Yeah, I'm with you. This might be the futures talking. Best bet of the day, the Creighton Blue Jays, and I'm going to take a stab at the Miami Hurricanes to keep that number respectable. I might have to take Art Dice logic and say the hell with the number and just take them on the money line. Well, Art, I'll see you in Vegas next week. Thanks for coming on super late. Uh, great time of the year, bro. Buckle up, baby. JJ, you're the best. We'll see each other next week. That's the great Art Caesar over at the Westgate Superbook. Ton of fun here on Ringer Gambling. We'll have East Coast bias later in the week. I will be in Vegas Final Four weekend. Get your popcorn ready. Good job, Stefan. JJ out. Enjoy the Elite Eight. We'll chat Tuesday. Be good.